amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. Yet, 
but sources say that the NBA is expected to approve a plan for a 22-team return with eight regular season games. And what that does is it's like it's apparently, uh, just going to right quick, fellas, it will be consists of the top 16 teams, the East and the Western conferences. We'll be joined by teams currently within six games of eight play in the two conferences. Name is, name is New Orleans. Portland, Senator, Sacramento, Phoenix in the West, and Washington in the East, from the East, I should say. And so what happens is the playing tournament will include the number eight and nine teams. So basically what happens is if the ninth seed finishes the regular season within four games of the eighth seed, eighth seed, and in that case, the number eight seed enters a double elimination tournament and the ninth seed a single elimination tournament. So uh, <laughs> it's a lot of stuff. And we haven't got the tip of the iceberg yet, but that's just the base of it, just basically explain where the 22 teams come into play. So, Kevin, I'm going to start off with you, my friend. First, I know that we're both NBA guys and Jared as well. We love to expect that the NBA is coming back, but do you approve of how they're doing? In other words, is 22 teams too much, or is it, or, 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 or is it going to be more exciting having more teams buy for that number eight spot to qualify for the playoffs? Um, yeah, I'll just say, I think initially you hear 22 out of 30 teams, you're like, that's a lot. That's a lot for a playoff format. And I know, Scott, yeah. you and Jared got that video I sent you on Twitter the other day of Brian Windhorst talking about part of the NBA's motivation to get Zion Williamson in this tournament uh, because he is, yeah. you know, one of the future <laughs> faces of the league. And you look at the parameters right. that they set up and you look at the unbalance as far as how many teams are going in one conference compared to the other. And it's like, well, it does seem like they did a whole lot of work uh, just to make sure Zion is a part of this thing. I mean, I would have tuned in for Kawhi Leonard and LeBron James, um, but I digress. Right. Uh, yeah, I think, too. I think, outside of outside of just Zion, and I, I, I think part of the reason they're extending it is to because there is such a cluster of teams uh, right around the eighth spot. Um, although uh, you look at Memphis at 32 and 33, uh, having a, a three and a half game lead on on Portland, there's so team so many teams that are so close that I think that they thought this would at least provide an aura of fairness around settling who gets to make it, um, opposed to just drawing a hard line of saying, hey, when we cancel the season uh, because of the coronavirus, or excuse me, postponed the season because of the coronavirus. Um, this is we're just going with the seeds of the teams that were where they were when that happened um, without allowing, um, you know, the reality that those seeds may have changed uh, within the, the very end of the season there. Um, as far as do I like it? Uh, I like the basketball coming back, so I'm not going to complain. Um, yeah. I think that Scott, I know last week we touched on a little bit, um, you had asked me, you know, about we were we were just kind of hashing out, you know, maybe different hypotheticals and scenarios for if the playoffs returned, what if they did this, what if they did that. I think you kind of get a little bit of a spirit of tournament, one and done, exciting basketball there with the eighth and the ninth seeds, where that ninth seed is single elimination and the eighth seed is double elimination. Uh, before we go into, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe what purists and traditionalists would like as far as. Uh, the eight teams in the East, the eight teams in the West, playing seven-game series until the finals. Um, so 
so yeah, I think that's that's where I stand on it. Um, I, I teeter teeter both ways. I know I do that a lot with questions you ask me. I think I do think that twenty two teams. I do think that twenty two teams is too much. Um, just at just at face value, I think it's too much. But I also understand why they're doing it, and I'm ultimately just happy that basketball is returning. All right, Jared. I know you're going to chime in. I know you got a lot to say because we kind of gave our opinions on Twitter too, to Kevin when he bought when they bought that deal to us. Mm-hmm. So, so what are your mm-hmm. thoughts? Well, I mean, it only makes sense that you would want to get Zion in. Like, why? Why wouldn't you? Um, it's you've already lost a lot of money on this season, um, so right. you're trying to recoup quite literally as much as possible. So. In doing so, of course, you're going to want your most marketable players there. And let's just kind of take a breeze at the teams that are out right now. Obviously, Golden State being the exception, but that's that's just kind of an outlier the way the season broke for them. Nobody really – I don't think anybody expected them to be the dumpster fire that they were because nobody expected Curry to go out, you know, as early as he did. And just the way things right. broke for them, it was bad. But Chicago – is, who's the most marketable player on Chicago? Zach Levine? I mean, that's that's not moving the needle any. Uh, let's see. Who who else isn't going here? Uh, I Off the top of my head, I can't even. Charlotte? Charlotte's not going to be in yeah, there. There's yeah. nobody on Charlotte that's any interesting. Yeah. Like, all the teams that weren't invited don't have a superstar, you know, a superstar player. The teams that were invited, you look at Phoenix, you got Devin Booker. San Antonio is their stars. Greg Popovich, we'll just put it there. Right. Sacramento, I mean, I guess, I guess you would say De'Aaron Fox, maybe. I De'Aaron Fox, maybe they might be the team that's in that. I'm kind of like you probably shouldn't be there, but you know, it, it is what it is. And then obviously, obviously, right. New Orleans has a lot of interesting players. And then Portland, I mean, Portland's got Dave Willard and C.J. McCollum. Like, of course, you want those guys in there. Why is Washington there? Because you had to. If you're gonna if, if you're gonna take the and if you're gonna go in the West and take you know five extra teams, you've got to at least make it somewhat fair for the teams in the East and invite the team that's closest. But I don't think anybody expects Washington. I don't think anybody expected Washington to, to go on a run and make the playoffs. Right. So at the end right. of the day, twenty-two teams. Uh, <sighs> 22 teams is, is, to me, the right number. <laughs> you couldn't bring back all 30. And I think if you went with just 16, there, there were a lot of teams that would have had that, – that had a genuine gripe about not having a chance to at least make a run. New Orleans was playing pretty good with Zion. Uh, the Spurs were playing a little bit better. Portland was due to get Yusuf Nurkic and uh, John Collins back, so they're they're starting front court back. So it's just the the teams that are in are the correct teams. You got in all the teams that deserved a shot. So to me, you got the number right at twenty two. And as for the play in tournament, nobody is going to look at this season as being a regular as being a normal season. Like anybody out there that's a purist that is saying, Oh, well, you know, we, we can't have a play in tournament because that's, that, that's, that, that takes away from the, the spirit of the game, man. There's, there is no spirit of the game for the rest of this year. 
it's right. it's at this point it's literally just let's get let's get the postseason in one for you know the the financials the fiscal the fiscal implications of it and two I mean it's just you do it for your fans because your fans want to see something so why why deny your fans a product when you have a way to when you have a solid and viable way to actually bring them the product that, no, through no fault of yours, got ripped away from them. So I think yes. I wouldn't have cared what number it was. I the, the only number that I would have been upset about was I heard floated out in the very beginning of all this was they were just going to take the top four seeds out of each conference, and I, I'm glad they I'm glad they didn't do that. Yeah. I understand that because it would take away the suspense from the type because, you know, it, w- it would have been like a speedy ending to the whole thing. I, I, you know, I would have been just fine with the top 16, to be honest with you, because, yeah, I understand the whole Zion factor. I mean, hell, I mean, it, who wouldn't want to see that kid representing any form mm-hmm. of fashion in this, in this um, the season? But also – they got other 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 good players. You know, they got of course Lonzo was playing better as the season went on. Um, the other kid they got from the Lakers in the trail, I forget his name, but anyway, Brandon, uh, Brandon Ingram. Yeah, Brandon Ingram, right? He was playing well. The whole the team was playing very well, I thought. And you know, Drew Holiday, of course, he's probably one of the most underrated guys in the NBA. So that team was. The team was already playing well before Zion, maybe a week or two before Zion came back. And you have Zion back in the fold, it's just, it's weird to me, so I could understand Orleans being included in it. I kind of understand Portland because, you know, Dame, 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 Dame Dollar. Who wouldn't want Dame Dollar and CJ McCollum in it? Um, I thought they were pushing it with Phoenix because Phoenix, I think, is what, five, six games out of, of the AC. Um, and Washington, they just want to throw a bone to the East. Because, frankly, everybody else, to your point, Jared, everybody else, A, didn't have any star power, and B, just loud stuff. Right. So, I, I didn't want the NBA to reward the second teams with more opportunities. Just give me the best, the, best, the best team, the best top eight teams for each conference. I would have been cool with that. But it's interesting to see – I mean, I don't know how the eight regular season games will work. I guess they're going to do it somehow. I mean, they're much smarter than I am, right? But um, I'm just eager to see how that's going to work. I guess to obviously knock off the rust, I suppose, um, and, 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 and just wonder how they're going to incorporate it into the final record. Um, but, well, I mean, still. There's a lot the, of questions about that. Because mm-hmm. if Washington – Say Washington goes down to Orlando and they're just like, well, there's no chance for us to to come back and do all this. If Washington goes one and seven, that means their record by percentage means they have a worse record than Charlotte, which means they jump them in lottery odds. If they go zero and eight, that means they jump the Chicago Bulls in lottery odds. So there's going to have to be something that's figured out about the, the the lottery positioning and all that stuff. So there's, I mean, like like you said, the, the, these eight games, it's going to be interesting to see how they are going to incorporate them into the quote unquote regular season. 
Yeah, I, I think I, I'm thinking, and Kevin, feel free to chime in, but I'm thinking that uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to call him David Silver, that Adam Silver would, like, put in some ironclad thing that has to be approved by the owners, I guess, where it wouldn't affect the lottery. Basically saying where you finish at before this restart would be as is, as far as the the, if, if the, the as far as the team go, as far as the teams didn't make the who wouldn't who won't qualify for the playoffs, like you know the 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 that the, the teams are particip- that aren't participating will somehow be locked in to whatever position they're in, and mm-hmm. then just have the rest of the teams play it out. Um, but I'm guessing that I don't I don't know what Adam Silver and them going to do or are are going to do about that. But it's interesting. If that's interesting. You brought an interesting point about that, Jared. So that's remains to be seen. Um, yeah, that would uh, that would be my assumption as well, Scott. That uh, the teams that get left out here, they're not going to be penalized uh, for getting left out. One thing that I'm yeah. I'm more uh, more excited to see, or more interested to see, I guess, in how they play out this regular season. Are we going to have like a summer league schedule? Are these regular season games going to be happening at two o'clock in the afternoon, where if you're at work you can't see them, or um, are these going to uh, be you know prime time scheduled regular season games? You would have to think they're going to be prime time because they have to get the most amount of money back that they can. Two o'clock regular season games makes no sense. I mean, granted, I could be wrong here, but if you're just talking fiscally, you would think that they're going to run their marquee games. The Washington Wizards versus the Phoenix Suns might be a, you know, five o'clock tip off, but you're the LA versus the the two LA teams are squaring off. That's eight o'clock period. End of story. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right, right. I tend, I tend to think that I agree with that because they have to make up for that money somehow because they've lost right. a lot. No, no fault for their own to, to their own to the NBA itself, but they've lost a lot of money thanks to this pandemic. So they got to recoup that bad boy somehow. So yeah, I I tend to think again these people are smarter than I am. So I think I tend to think that they would want their marquee game in the evening so everybody would be able to see it and to further make more money from whoever's broadcast the game was ESPN or Turner Family Network, but it has to be prime time. It can't be the middle mm-hmm. of, of someone's lunch break, right? <laughs> but the LA team <laughs> or even like Boston or Milwaukee for that matter. you got to have those bad boys at night. Sorry. Uh, I would tend to think that, but yeah. Uh, I believe the second team is maybe a 5 o'clock tip, maybe 6 if you want to push it, but you got to have those prime time matches. But Speaking of primetime teams, speaking of teams of interest, here's a question. And Jim, I'm going to throw at you since you're the conspiracy theory guy of, uh, of the trio. Um, <laughs> what, like, what, what's, 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 there's this word out that Kevin Durant may, may be able to shoot up for the Brooklyn. Yeah, you ought to kill that match. Okay. <laughs> but I heard it all well, I mean, earlier today. Uh, you're. Yes, he may suit up, and so might Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. You know what I mean? Like, if 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 they had invited all 30 teams back, Steph Curry and Klay Thompson could have as well come back and played with Andrew Wiggins and Draymond Green, and damn it, that could have been – that could have made some – for some very, very interesting basketball. But – Yeah. I don't – what's what's the purpose here? Like, I, Kyrie could come back too. Like, yes, yeah, it would be fantastic to see that. I would find it – I would find it amazing to see Kevin Durant come in and be like, all right, I'm coming off an Achilles injury. I'm going to try to tune up in a quick manner that's going to be quicker than what a 
normal tune-up would be for, you know, getting ready for the season, a normal training camp and all those things, and a normal preseason to try and make a run at these playoffs. Now, maybe the competitor in him says, I want to do it. But if you're Brooklyn, this was already a loss. You were already saying, okay, cool, we're going to punt on this season. This is about 2020-2021, not 2019-2020. So, Brooklyn, I don't think Brooklyn would allow it. Got it. But, yes, the conspiracy would be awesome to see. Right. Um, I'll just – just to play devil's advocate um, and – and take on, I guess, Jared's conspiracy role more so than, than he just did. I'll say um, at 8.31 p.m. tonight, so like 29 minutes before your show started, Scott, NetsDaily.com had a, an article that quoted uh, Spencer Den- Denwitty of the Net saying, whether or not Kyrie and KD come back for this um, is the billion-dollar question. So that's a player on the net still questioning whether or not it might happen. And – Yes, I think Jared is right in that 2019-2020 was a perceived lost cause when the Nets positioned themselves to bring in both uh, Kyrie and KD. But now they might, Brooklyn might see uh, a glimmer of hope that they could potentially uh, not only get to the NBA Finals but compete uh, this season. If if Brooklyn, let's say they finish with the 7th or 8th seed, they're, that's I mean, you look at where they're at, they're nine games back, that's where they're going to finish. If, if, um, they're not going to finish any Brooklyn higher than that. The seventh seed in the East right now. Right now, yes. So um, let's yeah. say that they, um, they're playing either the Bucks or Raptors or Celtics, depending on how those top three – well, no, Celtics aren't going to be there. Let's see. They're either going to play the Bucks or Raptors, uh, likely, um, in the first round of the playoffs. If you go into the first round of the playoffs – against the Bucks or against the Raptors, and what could have been an Eastern Conference Finals matchup had Durant yeah. and Irving been healthy already all season long, and you get the chance at that in the first round, and you get to knock one of those top dogs out, now the rest of your pass through the playoffs becomes much easier, uh, for when, and, and it becomes much more likely that you coming at one of those lower seeds because of uh, your stars having a chance to heal gets a chance to play in the finals against maybe a duo of LeBron and Anthony Davis or a duo of Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, and you might want to take your chances and put all your chips in this year playing a duo rather than waiting for the Warriors to have potentially a top pick and restock and come back fully healthy next year and face the possibility of Durant having to face his old nemesis, well, his old, his old uh, excuse me, teammates, now nemesis, in the finals right. next year. So, uh, mm-hmm. excuse the rant, I'm just saying, for conspiracy theorists' <laughs> sake, that maybe this is an opportunity that the Nets might not want to pass up. You brought yeah, up the question you I know had. Do either of you two know if it's set in stone that it's going to be East versus West in the playoffs and not 1 through 16? I think it is East-West. I don't, you know what? Yeah, I think it's East-West. I would have loved it. I would have loved it. If they just did the top sixteen, just say damn the damn the conferences because I, we, we touched on it a little bit last week, uh, Kevin and I about the juicy matchups. Like I mean, I'm pulling to skip the uh, the standards right now, bro. Um, by by the league because we're just going on about how juicy, much juicy it would be. Like for example, 
like the Bucks. I think it was the, like if we go to top sixteen. I think they would have been playing. Well, I'm not talking like by record. Playing. I'm just taking you seed the okay. top eight in the East and the top eight in the West, one through sixteen. I'm not talking you just take the 16 best. I, I know that that's out of the question at this point because they're doing Eastern yeah. Conference, Western Conference, quote-unquote, to get into the playoffs. I just didn't know if it had been established okay. that they were going to do East versus West or here's one through 16 through the top eight in each conference and let's go. I, I didn't know if that had been established yet you. or not. I got you. I, I'm not too sure. I'm thinking that it's going to be East-West no matter what, in the, in the, in the, like in the end, so – that's what I'm guessing. I didn't heard anything. Kevin, have you heard anything about that, bro? Because that's, that's um, what I'm I haven't heard do. anything. I, like I've been following Adrian Wojnarowski throughout the day and looking at what he said and trying to see. <laughs> I looked at an SB Nation report. Um, the closest thing that I can find was on a Rockets fan site that said that they confirmed that of the 22 teams, it is best of seven series. Um, mm-hmm. and that they're fine. The 22 teams will finalize seating. Um, and then have best of seven series. So for me, that language speaks to the fact that it's going to be a traditional East-West format with the okay. best of seven series. I would agree gotcha. with you there then, Kevin. I, that, uh, that's what I would say then. You see, and it's been a best of seven. We talked this past week, Jerry. I want to get your opinion on this. Kevin and I do. Like, we're thinking the first round, like, I'm, I'm, I'm old enough to remember the first round being the best of five. Okay, the best of five and the rest of the six, rest of the other round, the later rounds being best of seven. But before I started watching, old enough to start watching basketball, remember watching basketball, the first round, I guess in the early 1980s, maybe 81, 82, 81, 88, 81, and 82, it was the best of, the first round was the best of three. Best out of three, followed by the best of five, and then the best of seven, the conference championships and the NBA finals. So, I don't know. I, I like. I think it would be cool if if they if if and I don't think they're gonna do it because they won't bring in much money. But I think it'd be cool to at least have a best of five series in the first round, just for so they're they doing this. I guess in a quirky kind of format, if you will, with the twenty-two teams and how they're gonna try and get all this in by October, uh, as far as the playoffs go. But um, where are your thoughts on we had to see like an old school best of five in the first round, or you know, because best of three is probably out because they won't make the money. But like best of five, or what do you probably think it will care? Um, I actually, well, I'm in a best of three is not feasible to me because that just leaves way too much up to up to chance. Which I mean, I guess that is kind yeah. of kind of the name of the game, but that just. Any team can just get hot and take two. You know what I mean? As as Cincinnati Reds right. fan, I remember when we went up 2-0 on the San Francisco Giants to come home and lose three straight games, and then we're out of the playoffs, and that was probably our best shot at a title that year. Um, mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I, I just I, – Kevin, you remember that too, don't you? Yeah, I was actually sitting in the uh, WMOH studios doing traffic when uh, I think it was a Mike League fell apart and the Reds lost the series. I yeah, can't remember who was pitching. Mike, I think it was Mike Leake. It wasn't Mike Leake. It was uh, – okay, aside, aside from the point there. Um, it was it, – yeah, we're, we're, off, we're, we're off topic here. But, no, like I, I – a best of three is too little. A best of five I actually agree with. 
a hundred percent like just as a whole, like just all encompassing. If we're going to do playoff formats this way, we should do best of five first round series because man, let's be honest with ourselves. How often is it that the one eight, the one eight series is a sweep, you know, you get, or, or a gentleman sweep, you get a, a team goes up Oh three or Oh two. And you're like, okay, th- this is over. You know what I right. mean? A, one of the eight seed or, or is the seven seed or even, even any more of the three, six matchup, except sometimes in the West. Like, it's just not – it's not entertaining basketball to watch Orlando get their asses kicked four games in a row when you just know that that's what's going to happen. Because, I mean, they might be able to sneak one out, but who here – who among us thinks that Orlando is capable of taking four and or three games from Milwaukee? Anybody? Because uh, I'm hearing yeah. crickets. Yeah, pretty much cricket. If anyone says otherwise, I'd hire the kite or the lion to themselves. But, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, so, I, I think I, a best of five first round is really is, is something that should be implemented to begin with. It makes it fun, and it, it, brings, it does bring a little bit of drama because let's say Orlando does – Managed to take two of them in the first four games. Then you got a game five, and you know what? If Milwaukee, you can't beat Orlando in game five at home, well, there's something you probably shouldn't have been playing in the playoffs then. You know what I mean? Right, right. Of course. It's it's one cool thing about these series and sports. I mean, the better teams most of the time win, which is what a series is designed for. Exactly. So, so I mean, um, I'm curious to know what was your guys' opinion on it. Well, I, I, I mean, I, I, I think like best of three. I, I wonder why we don't, we don't have best of three I and mean, be best of five right now. I don't, I don't know why we didn't have best of, don't have best of five anymore. Period. I get that the networks want more games. Mm-hmm. You know, and I get that the stretch, yeah, they stretch things out the first round out like two weeks, which is stupid. But the the networks say. If the NBA wants some money, the network, they got to do what the network say. I get it. I think still it's stupid, but it is what it is. But I think best of three, I mean, to your point, Jared, and, you know, I mean, this ain't hockey. So it's not like anything, like, can happen, right, per se. But we know who the better teams are. So why are we belaboring the point with seven-game series outside of a four or five matchup, four or five matchup, why are we wasting our time? With the with, with first round six, when we damn well know who's going to be in that next round, why 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 delay the inevitable? That never made any sense. Why it went to seven games, and even though I guess again it's for the money, but I still think it was stupid. But but Kevin, I, I'm going to you something. I think you make a point about that as well. The the only the on, the only argument I have is y'all remember the '08 uh, We Believe Warriors? Yeah. Oh, yeah. When they took Boy. down Dallas, they were the eighth seed, and they took down Dallas in the first round. Like that is the that's the best argument I could come up with for why we should keep it a seven game series. Because do you, I don't know about y'all, but I remember how exciting that was. That was super oh, exciting yeah. to watch. I, and I, I fell in love with that team too. I, I, I As did most of America, but it made for interesting. It made for a yeah. real interesting run in the playoffs. So that's the mm-hmm. argument yeah. I would make for keeping it best of seven, but that was 
2008 and it's 2020. So, uh, yeah. flash in a pan. Maybe. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's the exception and, and not the rule with those early round series. I, Scott, I think you're I mean, exactly right. It all has to do with money and more games equal more uh, more sponsors and, and marketing dollars. And um, yep. I do think that the late – I think the later rounds you have to keep at a best of seven. And I only say that because right before I got on here, I was watching the, the Heat and the Celtics. I think was it uh, from 2012? 12. Uh, yeah, and uh, the Heat were down in that too. series three games to two. <laughs> And uh, and came back to to win that series. So uh, I think the later rounds you have to give a team full seven games to prove who the winner is. I mean, um, we saw the Cavs and the Warriors in recent years come back from down three one in series. So, um, but yeah, to your point, um, we don't need to see the Magic get beat up four times in a row by the Bucks. Um, so. Oh man. Well, you know what. I'll say this, man. I, I mean, we're still, all three of us are excited about the NBA coming back on July 31st. We're, we're, we're I'm footloose, footloose and Francis free again. I know it's not, it's not official yet. They have to bone it, but we're is that they're, that they're going to pass um, the uh, parameters, uh, like surrounding the, uh, the the 22 team return with eight regular season games and followed by the postseason. Um, and and and, and says it, it's uh, true. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm going to be excited as hell. But I'll say this: Have you guys heard about the other? I guess what they're trying to do with the top seed, like like as far as perks, like if you were like a top seed in the series, you get to stay at a better hotel or something like that. Has anyone <laughs> heard about that? I don't know how true no, that I've is. Is that really true? Throwing this around. Kevin, I hate to step on you. Let me answer this first because I do yes. have to. I do have to get Definitely. off here. I apologize for having to cut out early, but, you know, I was oh, able to okay, get on for a little bit. I've heard absolutely nothing about any of this. Um, one, the, the, a couple of things I have heard about just the whole setup in general is that the players are staying, obviously, in the Disney World Resort. They're going to be able to go golfing, and they're going to be able to go to restaurants and stuff, but they just uh, – the quote-unquote rules – are is that they have to, you know, stay socially distant from people that aren't confined to the bubble. So teammates can go out together. You can have LeBron James going out with Anthony Davis, but if they want to have J.R. Smith in with them, J.R. Smith's got to sit at the table across the way. <laughs> would he have a shirt on, though? Would he have a shirt on? That, that's the oh, of course he would not have a shirt on. This is J.R. <laughs> Oh man! After he beats up someone who's trying to spray paint his car, um, but you know, guys, funny. I hope you I, both I have a that... great night. I'm excited for basketball to be back. Sorry, I have to cut out a little bit early, no, but no. I hope y'all have a great rest of the night. And just here's my two cents on what's going on socially. The world really needs to stop hating each other so much. Honestly, we all as a society yeah. need to stop having so much hate for each other. So that's my two cents. And Kevin, I mean, I'm sorry, Jared. I want to firstly and, and Kevin thank you guys. And this is what the reason why the reason why I have you on tonight. Um, and I'll make it quick because I know you got to run, Jared. And or you, you, know, you can just listen another time. But you know, I wrote a blog post yesterday, no, two days ago, saying that we need, like, me as a black dude, need my white brothers and sisters. We need us all on the same team. 
to get through this. And I want to thank you, Jared and Kevin, personally for speaking out and for being a good listener to me and others. I like 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 like, like Kevin. I see your posts on social media, um, and you you interacted with 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 me on, on some things like since the weekend. And I just really mm-hmm. want to thank mm-hmm. you too for being brothers to me and for being great listeners and wanting to be the solution and and not be patronizing. You kind of know what I mean? I, I want to just thank y'all mm-hmm. for for being brothers to me. And, you know, and I know it's a big first step, and I'm encouraged by uh, what's going on in the, in the country and in the world as far as responding. But here, since we're all Americans, part of Americans, but here in particular, I, I, seeing the people coming together here in Cincinnati and cities and small cities across the country, um, we and of course, the it is trying to make trouble with, uh, with, uh, with the vandalized. It's, it's, it's not about them. It's a pretty much a, it's about the peaceful protesters and also our allies, my allies, coming forward and standing with me and verbalizing their support. And I really want to thank you, you Kevin and Jared, for that. And I really do. I, you are brothers to me for life, even though I'm a little bit older than you guys, but still, you're brothers to me uh, for, uh, for life. And I thank you to from the bottom of my heart. I really do. Yeah, thank, thank you so much, Scott. Um, go ahead, Jared. I know you got to go, man. I would, Scott, I appreciate everything you've done for both of us, like filling in for us when we needed help on the show and everything, the way that worked out, it worked out well. And it right. just the way everything worked out with us built a friendship and a bond between the three of us that we can say things like the, the, the kind of things that you just said and that all three of us know that it's, it's, it's a mutual feeling between the three of us. Yes. I'm the youngest yeah. of the three of us. And yes, there is a, a bit of an age gap between, between us, but, <laughs> yeah. and as well as the color, there's a, there's a color the, the skin, the color of our skin is different, but at the same time, I, I don't want to make it seem like, Oh, well, we don't see color because yes, all three of us do see color. We, we all know, that if you right. say you don't see color, then you're not going to notice trends. Like if if you say you're blind to blind to something, then that means you can't see the entire picture. So at the end of the right. day, man, I I've always been a person that could care less what color you are. I'm going to put into it what I feel you're putting into it. And from the get go, all three of us, when it comes to this friendship, this bond, this relationship, whatever whatever words you want to choose. choose We've all put in the the same effort into it, and you know what, Scott? Honestly, like you called me, like you called me your brother, Scott. You are you are my big brother on all this. So I I stand you, behind man. you. I stand with everybody when it comes to the, the 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 movements, the Black Lives Matter, and coming out against police brutality. There is a problem, and the only thing <laughs> that I can say about all of this is that the fact that it seems like more people are on the same page and it's not just black people, it's white people, it's, it's everybody, it's the world. It seems like people and humans are all finally kind of coming to the same page here. And that's the one thing that I can take out of all of this that seems to be a positive. Thank you. Well said. Well said. Take care, man. And uh, Kevin, do you have anything? 
Yeah, definitely. Um, Sorry. I mean, I'll echo all of uh, all of Jared's sentiments on um, on what he said about you, Scott. I think, um, I mean, you've definitely been uh, just a, a big brother to us, and uh, I mean, you helped us out uh, back when we had the show, and um, you know, and I don't know, you've just been. Uh, I think you just you speak with really really wise words for for a guy who's just in his mid forties. Um, I'll give you that, and uh, and uh, yeah. Um, and yeah, I'll just echo everything else Jared said, and um, and I appreciate uh, all of your kind words, and um, you know, I and I know I, I'm I'm a man of, of um, incredible faith, and I don't talk about it a lot when I'm doing sports radio bits or um, doing your blog, or um, but I know that um, my God calls me to uh, speak out for those who are marginalized, and so I would be. Uh, remiss if I if I didn't do that, I would be uh, phony if I didn't do that, and uh, not to get into anything too political, I'd be uh, someone that would uh, hold up a Bible um, as a prop um, if I didn't do that. So, um, yeah, <laughs> good point, good point, good point. Well, I appreciate you guys. Please stay safe out there, and uh, yeah, let's just, let's hope for a good NBA season when it comes up. But thank you very much again. And God bless you both, and stay safe, please. Thanks, guy. God bless, man. All right, take care. All right. Those are my guys, Jared Singleton and Kevin McCune. Please check on the Weekend Adjustment Sports Radio Show on WMMH 1450 AM, The Ticket. That was beautiful. And, again, I met from Ramahop. Those are my brothers. And, you know, I have many brothers out there from where from my college years. We talked to me on social media since the week happened. Uh, the protest of the weekend happened, and I'm blessed, and I'm happy to call them friends, brothers, and sisters as well. Anyway, thank you all for tuning into the podcast with Scott Burke. Remember to please, with the said, pandemic, stay at home if you can, stay safe, and please stay safe out there if you're protesting for greater good. Until next time, oh, six, peace out. Good night. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.